Hello and welcome to 2x2, Two Two, the podcast where we finally get into pro wrestling Noah, old and new 2x2. Two Two. I'm Nicholas, my pronouns are they, them, and this is my co-host. Hi, I'm AJ, my pronouns are also they, them, and today we have our first ever special guest on the podcast. I'm so excited, <laughs> I'm so excited. Oh, am I the first ever special guest? First yeah, ever you special are. guest? Oh, wow. I feel so, special. Help me, help us welcome to the show, hard as fuck, Chris Ridgway. Hello, hello. Hello, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm good, thank you for asking. Uh, this is like, when we when we first decided to start this show, we were like talking, oh wow, wouldn't it be cool to like, maybe sometime actually get uh, a person who's actually maybe had any amount of contact with the actual no other company? And we thought, well, <laughs> well, Ridgeway does work for them, doesn't he? Fuck, that would be so cool. And episode five, we're getting you. So that is, uh, it feels pretty good right now, I gotta say. Oh, bless, thank you. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm up for it. Like... I think as I said briefly when we spoke, um, like I do pod, I've done podcasts and stuff before, and where I just talk about me, and that's kind of, and I don't want to do another one, and they're a bit boring, aren't they? So when you were like, "This is Noah specific," yeah, exactly. I've no, nothing's happened this year, obviously, because like they've nothing. Like people asking me to do podcasts and stuff, I'm like, I've got nothing yeah. to talk about. Like, just listen to my other one; <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I myself, I don't want to talk about myself constantly. Like, I've done, like, three with people in the past I already know. But, like, I can talk to them, like, they're just my mate. Mm. But, like, if it's, like, somebody asking me, oh, what about Ukraine? So it's, like, it, it's not really interesting, to be honest. But Noah's <laughs> interesting, so let's talk about Noah. All right, sweet. Uh, well, we, what, what's what's your, like, obviously, be, like, besides your working relationship, like, before you were going and working mm. at Noah, what, what did Noah mean to you? How did you know the company, like, in that way? So Noah was my first um, exposure to Japanese wrestling. So I found it through watching uh, Kenta mm. and Danielson in like the ROH days. You know, like back then, that's when I was like the first started watching wrestling. Yeah. Uh, well, first started watching independent wrestling. Should I say? Like I watched wrestling since I was a kid, but like I found it through my friends um, in first year of college or last year of school, whenever it was around then. And then they were like, "Oh yeah, there's these guys." And then I watched some. I, th- I think. I think someone on Raw or something at the time had come from ROH and there was like a clip of it or something like that, you know what I mean? And then like right. through that and then through another and then through and then you eventually you just go down this loophole, don't you? And you find it all. And then yeah, just started watching Nowhere off the back of watching old ROH stuff as well. Um, and then, yeah. So I think it was like, the yeah. Noah and, th- and then New Japan came after that, like as in watching it. Um, and then I've just watched Nowhere ever since. It's probably been like... I don't know when was it maybe like two thousand nine, two thousand eight when they were like oh, doing the tours with ROH, so it's like yeah, quite yeah. a while. So yeah, okay. I've been a fan of them for like eleven, twelve years maybe. Oh god, I feel old. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was gonna say, like then in that case you so you started watching around the time when the first match we're gonna talk about happened. Yes. Uh Suzuki versus Nakajima. Mm-hmm. Which like did you see that match when it aired? No, so like I, like I only watched it sparingly, like at the time. So like that match is something that I've watched in more recent years, but from back then. But like, like we said, we were gonna do a match from like a while ago and a more recent match, and I chose that one because Kotaro and Nakajima both were like 
really influential on my time when I was out there and stuff. And so was Harada and Kotoge. So I've, I've chosen them two matches specifically because I can talk about them a bit more. You know what I mean? And obviously, as a, as a in the junior division as well, I thought, I thought it would be fitting to do them ones as well. And they're, they're like, and I say this, and it's, that sounds like a disservice to everybody else that like was great to me out there and stuff like that. It's not, it's not the case. These are just like the matches that came to the top of my head. When you say like pick an older junior match, it was. I think it's best with that to not overthink it. And when someone says, "Think of that match," I'll think yeah, of the just first go one with your gut. instead of going and overthinking it too much. Then being like, "Actually, no, this one. Actually, no, this one." Otherwise, I'll my ADHD brain will go crazy, and I'll be yeah. like, "Well, here's sixteen. Choose one of these." Yeah. And then you're like, <laughs> and then you've got to one. Like, it down. Every yeah. single <laughs> every single time someone asks you, like, "What's your favorite? Who's your favorite yeah, wrestler? No, What's I, your I, favorite I, match?" Like, just complete fucking shutdown. It depends what mood I'm in. Like, you could ask like, yeah, hundred like, today if you messaged me and you were like, "Give me two matches." There could be two different matches. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, I'm I'm very glad you chose these two. <laughs> yeah, same. I'm super excited that you chose these two because, for one, like, so we AJ and I began watching Noah like two months ago, yeah. two and a half months mm-hmm. ago, something mm-hmm. like that. And from that point on, like, in the very first thing we saw was the 20th anniversary show. Oh yeah, yeah. And we saw Nakajima. Yeah, we saw Nakajima on that. It was like, oh well, that that's clearly. That's clearly our number one. Who, who, That's who a favourite in our hearts on forever. Show, and then... Uh, he was in a tag, wasn't he? I yeah, he yeah, was, yeah. Because uh, it, it, But he, he was second in uh, Go Shizaki in the double title match that, that night. Yeah. But, oh, okay. but I think earlier on the night he was in a tag. I can't remember... Ex- I can't remember yeah. exactly who he was tagging with. But he was in like he was in a multi-man, I think. Mm. Yeah. But either way, he had like he just had such an aura around him, you know. And <laughs> with the long hair and the eyes that imply jubilant evil, uh, <laughs> it's just it's just an incredible, incredible, uh, incredible thing to see. And then, of course, we've gone back and watched him, and he looks like a baby, oh, and yeah, yeah. he's unrecognizable <laughs> until he starts kicking people's souls out of their yeah, body, yeah. and then it's unmistakably him. Yeah, I think we we previously watched uh at his um heavyweight title match against yes. Kenta uh from I think like not to, from around about the same time as this yeah. maybe a year later or something or it might have been 2012 actually never mind but uh yeah even like even compared to then like he still lo- he, he just looks so young but then like Nicholas said as soon as he gets into the swing of things he's just got like the same explosivity and like that that's a word i was using a lot watching this match because like that was very much like what i was getting out of it, it was like I, I love seeing this style of junior wrestling where it's like you know it's not necessarily the uh the, like that it's especially high flying or anything like that but it's like mm. the stuff that you would usually do you're able to do like with so much more like speed and viciousness like yeah, even so, just yeah. like suzuki's fucking uh to- like step over toe hold he was doing like looked so brutal oh yeah 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 absolutely yeah and they're both like like I've, I've trained with the nakajima quite a lot as well we, we, we used to train we'd like meet up in the dojo and train practice kicks together and stuff and oh we'd like have sparring sessions and stuff like that and fuck me I can't, even, I can't even imagine like this this things you this things you um when watching wrestling you keep having in mind like i wonder how much it would hurt to get hit with one of those and with with his kicks i'm like no nah, i wouldn't even try like even for money i wouldn't do that no way yeah, he's, he's, he's a beast like he's something else like even like in like 
when we're talking about like karate and stuff like that, obviously like he's a he's he's a black belt, but he's like beyond like he's like expert level. He's like he's insane. Like he's he's a great teacher of it as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's like when you watch him um just train cardio of any sort or anything like that, he just goes and goes and goes. He just he doesn't have an off switch, you know what I mean? It's, Once he's decided he's going, yeah. he won't stop. Yeah, he's he's an absolute animal. Yeah, he just like like obviously like I've been around him in like normal dojo training, gym training, karate training, so like every every aspect of it he's just go, 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 go constantly. Like I've like mm. I think when I saw him and others like that when I was out there, I think like the first month, I was like, Okay, so that's the level you got to be at. I was like, shit, right, okay. Fuck, like these guys are <laughs> super athletes. Like all of them are. Do you know what I mean? Like like all of them, like Segura and yeah, everyone, yeah. you know what I mean? Like they're all just like mm. elite super athletes. And it's it's like it's nothing I've seen before, like when it's a room full of twenty of them and they're all animals. It's like, okay, this is cool. I'm motivated as hell now. Like let's go, let's uh-huh. this, this is cool. I mean that like so we obviously the uh, the N1 tournament just wrapped up and for us for us being the first N1 tournament we ever watch and like for first time seeing uh, Sugura like really go ever and knowing he's like 50 years old and moving yes. and working like that is it's it's terrifying. Yeah. It's impressive, but it's fucking terrifying. Yeah, he's absolutely right. Yeah, he's, he's, is he fifty one now? Is he, he's fifty? I think isn't he? I think so. Yeah. he's something. He's but somewhere yeah, he doesn't around look here. Like at all. Like yeah. like Jesus, man. No, he's, he's, God no. Like he's got no signs of showing uh, slowing down either, as well. You know, which is frightening. And same with uh, and same with Mochizuki, who came from yeah, Dragon Gate for this there, year's yeah. He's fifty one now, isn't he? Yeah. It's, it's ludicrous. Like it's absolutely unbelievable. <laughs> that's the thing out there. They just they train every single day. They eat well all yeah, the time. So yeah. They really look after themselves and stuff, and that's why they're able to go like well into the fifties. Like if you look yeah. at Yoshinari Ogawa as well, a massive, um, huge, huge, mm. huge key figure in within Noah, and was like he was, he was absolutely great with him. And I was out there as well. Like I couldn't thank him enough for even if I tried. But like he was, it, it like he's fifty three, and he had. Earlier this year, it was yeah, it was the fourth of January. It was earlier this year. I had one of the best matches I've ever seen in life, and he just wrestled an absolute masterclass, like a technical masterclass at the age of fifty-three. Mm-hmm. And was just, he was fine at the end, but he could keep going for ten minutes if he needed to. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's unbelievable. He could have pu- pushed. He could have pushed on if he just like had the reason. Yeah, to. yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, he didn't need to go half an hour, forty minutes, but he could uh-huh. if he wanted to. Mm. So was that was that a was that in a for a, t- a tag title match or was that a different like a singles thing? No, that's when he, that was the first time he won the junior uh, heavyweight oh. title uh, off Ayata, um in January. Yeah. Okay. See. Yeah. See. That that's one of those things where it's like because that's like so recent, but before we started watching, that's that's just one of the things that's got through me blind spots of that having happened. Yeah. I can't yeah, believe yeah, he's yeah, only yeah, just. Yeah. I'd, won recommend, it I'd recommend going out to see that. I think. I think that's on YouTube somewhere. Yeah. It will be. Um. But yeah, that that's a great match. I'm I was there for that one. I'm excited. And to the watch crowd reaction. The crowd reactions for like just his like submissions and the way he gets into his. Like the way he's so like technical and smart and like and like mm. the, every every smart thing he did, the crowd just reacted and responded like so well to it. And I was like, like stood there just watching Good. ringside, and I was like, this atmosphere is unreal. Like it was like it was like it was like something else. Like I'd not seen a match build like that in front of my eyes so much through technical wrestling only. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, so it was the first time I've seen um, a crowd respond so well to technical wrestling only. Like when it comes to like him outwitting and outsmarting his opponent and things like that, mm. and like the crowd just like. It was like a roller coaster. Like every next little like notch he took it up, the crowd just also came up, and every little tiny reversal they were coming. And I was like, like I said, I was there, I was there ringside, and I was just like looking at the crowd and looking at them, and I was like, this atmosphere is incredible. And it, yeah. it's so logical and simple when you think about it. But he just mm. doesn't overthink things. He just does 
the logical move next. And that's what's so smart about him, and that's what his legacy is, you know what I mean? See, I'm, de- I'm definitely going to go and watch that match then, because that sounds like one of my favourite types of matches is ones where, you know, like, the wrestler has enough charisma to draw people into the technical showcase. <laughs> you know, like, when yeah, people, yeah, w- when, yeah. like, the audience are, like, invested in, like, all the little moves that are happening and all, you know, that's that's perfect to me. So I'm definitely going to yeah, go and watch yeah, that after it. this. It's exactly that what it is. Yeah, I'd recommend that, definitely. Sweet, fantastic. So, it, should we talk about the uh, the another match you were there for? Should we talk a bit about <laughs> uh, Kotoko versus Harada? Because, like, uh, obviously, I saw you 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 were in the YouTube video second in uh, Kotoko. Oh yeah, is that, yeah, the Harada and Kotoko. It was the uh, IPW redacted belt. <laughs> <on it>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, but now no more belts. Yeah. That it was, yeah. it was cool to have it out there, just as like another junior title floating around, and like I, I got yeah. to wrestle for it a yeah. couple of times. That was fun. Just to be in like mm. championship I mean, match presentation with... in a Japanese crowd, like yeah. a lot. like it's just it, it, it's it, it, they make it feel a bit more special, and you have like a whole month's worth of tour build up and stuff like that, so the crowd get really into it as opposed to just another match. You know what I mean? Which is the advantage that they have, yeah. I guess, as well. And with mm. how with how good Noah's junior division is, it feels mm. like almost a shame to only have the tag and the and the like the heavyweight belt. Like, yes, it feels because and this is something actually when. So when we've heard about Noah before watching it, we we obviously hear people talk about like uh, you hear people talk about Kenta, you hear people talk about Marufuji sometimes, and that's like you hear people talk about Misawa because obviously, yeah. But that's pretty much it. Like I've never, I never heard anything special about like oh yeah, Noah's juniors are is the shit, or like. And then you actually get into it and watch it, and it might be the best fucking junior division on the planet. Yeah, it's I like incredible. it. I would say it's but yeah, I would I mean, say it's the best junior division on the planet. I'd say it's been there for a couple <laughs> of years now. It's probably the best, like, most consistent as well when you look at, like... Yeah. Because, like, you can put one person in there, and then you can put, like, one of another eight or nine people in there, and it's going to be a fucking, like, well good match, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter who you put with who. Like, any combination's always going to be really good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, that's very much illustrated in, like, the fucking faction shenanigans oh, yeah, that have yeah. gone on recently, the amount of mixing and matching yeah, that's going wild. on. I was going to say, when you, when you sent us, uh, when you sent us Kotogeva Sarada, like, I think you sent it, I think you sent us that match the day before all that faction shit happened, <laughs> and it was so... Oh, no, it the was fact, so- the- the faction, the faction stuff had happened, but I think I think it was the day before they won the tag titles. Oh right, <laughs> <laughs> which one? So that also so Koto and Harada now the tag champions again. So also oh, right, okay. yeah, yeah. There's been like yeah, yeah. three big changes since I've right? come home. Yeah, so, like, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. The Kotage, Kotage left Singer, Stinger, tried to join, uh, tried to rejoin, tried to join uh, Sigura Goon. Uh, t- fucking Ohara and, and Seiki left left Segura Goon to join Full Throttle with him, and now he's swapped places with Yohei. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. Now it's it's just him and Harada now, isn't it? I think they put Junter in there with him as well. Yeah, they put Junter in there, but they've said that it's like the the like uh, Momo no, no Seishun is like still just the pair of them, and like they don't have like a tag name for the three of them or anything like. Yeah, that. Yeah, I feel, I feel like Junter is going to be like their understudy. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's I mean, more, he's only it's, 23, uh, isn't he? Something like that. But like then there's tons of people in there who are super young. Like fucking yeah. like fucking Kaito is like twenty four, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's a freak as well, yeah. He's yeah, uh-huh. he, like he carries himself like he's been doing it like ten, fifteen years, you know what I mean? Like I think he's, he's been doing yeah. two, three years, you know. Like He's the first four. person who 
Yeah, like he's the first person who, when when a company says like, "Oh, this is our next big star," like this is our future ace, mm. like they call him, mm. he's the first person I go like, "Oh yeah, that makes total yeah. sense," and I'm here yeah. for it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. that's absolutely the, that's absolutely the correct choice. Like, look at him. Obviously, yeah, absolutely. he is. Yeah, he's, he's like Rean Jackets. His entrances. Yeah. 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 I mean, he's cl- like clearly they have a lot of faith in him to like have him so set up like that. But at the same time, he you know he deserves it. He pulls it off. Like he he's took what they've given and run with it. Yeah, he's like he's a mega star in the making. Like he did, like he's gonna last for like so long as well because he's so yeah. young now and he's already done so much. Like imagine ten years the from now, the same conversation we'll have about Kaito. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And but even then, he's absolutely someone who like can and probably will be able to put the company on his back when needed. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. So even yeah. in ten years, like he's not even going to be nearly anywhere near finished. Like he wouldn't even be like halfway through his career by then. I predict. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he's still going to have like his whole, like it's like when you dissect it like that and you realize he's been doing it say three, four years. In ten years, he's still going to be like right in, in his prime. prime. Yeah. And then ten years yeah. after, he's still going to be around, probably just having great matches. You know what I mean? Like he's got such a big yeah. future, especially with, like with the system they have out there in Japan, where you can wrestle until you like. You're a lot older, you know what I mean? So, like, he's just got, like, a whole mm-hmm. lifetime yeah. ahead of him of, like, great matches and stuff. So that's exciting just to watch, isn't it? The the potential there is fucking unlimited. Yeah, like, absolutely. It's kind of scary to think about. So I was just going to say, we were just talking about, like, all the fellas in the 50s having, like, bangers in the N1s. <laughs> like, you know, Marafuji and Segura and Mochizuki. And it's like, I can definitely see Kaito in that position 20, 30 that's years I mean, from yeah. now. It's, yeah, it's perfect. I don't, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen um, somebody like when you look at them and you've already done so much and you're like, yeah, but they've still got to do so much more. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, well, what else can he do? Like he's like, he's done it all already. <laughs> he's just gonna do it like a million other times. It's gonna be great. You know what I mean? Like, it's exciting, man. Yeah, yeah it really is. I'm, I'm so, I'm so happy to now be to like essentially getting in on the ground level. Of Kaito, because I imagine, I imagine as we keep on following this, like Goshiozaki being the first champion that we saw has put him, has cemented him in our hearts for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Keno having that incredible double gold match with him. Yeah, yeah. And like immediately set, like we had a whole episode about this where it's like it's the first time both AJ and I have felt like the 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 top title and the like secondary title, the tertiary title feels like exactly on equal footing with one another. Yeah, which is an a really incredible feeling. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. for real. But that has cemented Keno as well. And then now, when we're just like slowly trickling down to paying attention to the rest of the company, especially now when the company has this uh, like reduced sized roster because of a pandemic and everything. Yeah, uh, makes it. I don't know if it's just that like those conditions make it so that they focus even more on giving everybody something or something to do or if it's just that this is the way Noah operates either way it's been incredible for someone who's just coming into it yeah because like literally no matter what even in the n1 where like the juniors aren't even featured mainly they still have huge things happening in that division that you want to pay attention to oh yeah yeah they, they, yeah they, they, like the roster is insane like yeah. from top to bottom. There's not I'd say top to bottom, but I mean like inexperience to experience, you know what I mean? There's no like bottom but like Yeah. Like yeah. like there's just so many combinations of matches that haven't even happened yet that are still waiting to happen. Or there's like combinations yeah. like they've got like they'll do the tall shows and stuff and they'll stick a random junior with a random heavyweight against another random bit and you'd be like, Oh shit, yeah, that'd be a well good match. Like 
I wouldn't have thought of that, but yeah, uh-huh. like you know what I mean. Like, but they've got that forever because they just they're really good at like having their core roster and then bringing guys in to work with them and stuff. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even like you know, I just they've announced they're doing uh, they're doing Muto versus uh, Shuhai. Yes. And and I like I was like oh I didn't know that was a match I wanted, but now that it's announced, I do. Like I can't wait to see that. Did you watch um, uh, Taniguchi versus Fujita from November last year? No, no, I haven't yeah, got around to that yet. It's the best. <laughs> it's the best, watch. like under eight, seven. It was like seven, eight minutes long or something. So it's the best, like best, best oh. like seven, eight minute long sprint match that I've ever seen in person. Like unreal. Hell yeah! I mean, that, yeah, that sounds great. I've been looking for excuses to watch more Fujita anyway because I've hardly <laughs> seen any of him. But I keep hearing <laughs> about how much of a legend. I mean, obviously, I've seen like I've seen some matches of his which were all amazing, but like generally speaking and he's someone who i know i need to get to know a bit more yeah he's just the resident like hard bastard there really you know you know i don't <laughs> well, think i've seen a single one of his matches honestly so now i'm excited to dive into it oh yeah definitely mm. I, I suggest that we'll, we'll do that. a fajita episode at some point yeah <laughs> yeah that's 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 most of this show is hearing a new name and going we'll do an episode on that at some point <laughs> but i think like what we were saying about kaito earlier can be said for Harada and Kotoge as well because like I they're not as young as Kaito I don't think but like the the quality of they're in and the amount of history that those two have together and that they have with all the other roster as well yeah there's so much to mind there because like now now obviously they're teaming again AJ and I have never seen them team before Ooh, but like well, yeah oh. yeah uh-huh uh-huh yeah. we're excited but like we've seen we've seen a match of them against each other for the mm-hmm. for the junior mm-hmm. belt now and it was incredible and like i i i didn't know i had i didn't know i had a type in a lanky dirtbag boy <laughs> but kotoge fits that <laughs> to the t he's not even that lanky but he it's gives just, he that vibe same, it's he wears the same type of cap as as uh, chris brooks that's why you're thinking that <laughs> oh maybe maybe it is oh, maybe yeah, yeah. put that two together yeah that's a good, that's a good show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But still, like he, I like as soon as he's on screen, no matter what he's doing, I'm paying attention to yeah. it immediately, because he just has he just has the type of uh, he just has the type of look and the type of moveset and the type of like aura that I want to see. And then <laughs> Harada manages to be the fucking crispest person to ever be in a ring. Yes, I'm so glad you said that. Best junior heavyweight in the world now. Yeah, like... for real. It pains me it's to say incredible. it because of how many times he's beat me and how many matches you've had. <laughs> <laughs> but there's no him losing to the best as this little, yeah, but yeah. No, 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 no. no he, he's the absolute man, though. Like, he's great. Yeah, I was actually hoping to, like, I was actually hoping to mind you a little bit here. You, who, like, <laughs> obviously have a way deeper understanding and perspective on this, but, like, when I watch him, all I can say is, like, holy shit, that's so crisp. Everything he's doing looks, like, everything he's doing looks so smooth. But, like, in your perspective, what is it that makes him so fucking good? Because it's it's incredible. I think it's like when him and Kotoga used to wrestle, like they used to tag together back in Osaka Pro. Uh, yeah. I, I heard stories yeah. of them having like like so many more matches than you could even like realize. Like so many more matches like that whenever recorded and stuff like that. Like they were having hundreds of matches a year, uh-huh. um, working together or against each other, and you know, and it's, it's all about reps wrestling. Like the more experience you get, the more easier it becomes just to be in the flow or something, and like. For the, for example, if like things don't really go wrong, but like if something goes 
not wrong, but like if if like a whatever you you're running and something goes a bit wrong, like you can recover it because you've done it yeah, so much. Yeah. You got muscle memory and stuff like that. And I think like his muscle memory is like second to none, really. Like I've I've not been in there with somebody that's just been so fluent and smooth that like I've just bounced off and been like. Oh, your wrestling like is so fun and so easy. Does it? I was gonna say, does it become easier to wrestle when you're in the ring with someone like that? Yeah, like I don't like, I don't. When when so when I was wrestling out there, like at the beginning, I was like really nervous and everything, like for for a long time. Yeah. And then the more the more often I wrestled there because we were wrestling like sometimes we go in on tours and stuff and we do like 11, 12, 13 shows in a row or something over like a couple of weeks. And like right. by the time you've done them, like the next time you're doing it, you're like, yeah, I, I know how to do this. This is quite. This is like, you know, what I mean, this is getting like not not easy, but it's like you, you get a lot more confident because of how yeah. often you're doing it, and you sort of just get into that mode. And once you got into that mode, it's like you've built up the muscle memory. Yeah, so you have like non-stop. You just go in and go in and go in and go in, and by the time like you, you just feel like a lot more confidence. So by the time I was like wrestling long singles matches with him, we'd wrestled loads before in tag matches and stuff. Like I must have wrestled him like I don't know, maybe like it must be about thirty times. Like. We, we, if we're including like tag matches and multi-man and everything like that and singles matches like so like when we get in there now it's like i understand his movements he understands my movements and that's me that makes his ma- that that makes matches yeah better and, easier. and if you and if you feel that way after just 30 40 matches with him i can only imagine what, yeah, yeah exactly, exactly yeah. what they must feel together when they're in the ring like it has it has to feel like second nature right yeah, I'm, I'm sure they've like done the same match like eighty times, probably. I don't know, but I'm sure, like you know, like <laughs> why wouldn't you? You know, the smart people. I mean, you know, you, yeah. You were talking about uh, like you know if something goes wrong or or doesn't go exactly mm-hmm. right, and you know being able to recover from it easier. Like I found, I saw like in this match there were a couple of moments where like you know like Kotsuke stumbled, but like Harada like pushed them back into the ropes and moved it into a whip where it like still looked like just as if it was business as usual, and like you know there was like that. Uh, like tornado into the brain buster where he sort of fell, but like the but the way they handle the way they handle yeah, it, it but, just yeah, makes it, it just look more like a realistic yeah. fight. It, it just makes it look like the struggle, and it doesn't make it look like it's going wrong. Yeah, definitely. But that's the thing. Like when you're moving at that pace and you're at that level and stuff, you know things are always going to like someone's going to stumble. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's all about how you react to stuff like that. And I think like when like guys out there just in in in, in like pro wrestling or like they all you just, you just don't see people mess up because. If you think they do, yeah. you've recovered it by the time you've had that thought. You know what I mean, like right? Yeah, it's just so natural yeah. to them. You don't even have the you don't even have the time to go. Oh, that was that looked a recovered. bit yeah. off, and then it's like, oh no, actually, yeah. I must have been wrong. Exactly, yeah. I must have been wrong because oh, now exactly. it looks perfect again. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was I wasn't pointing that out to be like, well, I did notice a few times. Too, but it was like, <laughs> you know, like the way they recover from it is like what impressed me in the moment of yeah. like a just so impressive because it was you know it's tiny little touches, but it greases the wheels of the rest of the match it keeps it all on track it was it was yeah. fantastic yeah was it was it what was the, what was the weather like there that night because it looked fucking hot <laughs> it looked i don't know if that was just no it was quite humid i think that was like i want to i'm trying to think like when when about last year i think it was like september october maybe that around that around that time so yeah mm. yeah humid <laughs> yeah i was gonna say it's like just from like you know you don't really get humidity like that here generally, but having I've you know I've been watching Dynamite on the, through through the COVID <laughs> era where they're in Florida all the time and they're all you know flopping about and everyone's like, yeah. oh no, it's very hot. <laughs> this is actually like the hardest thing we could be doing right now. Yeah, uh, in Japan, it's like the hottest summer I've ever experienced and the coldest winter I've ever experienced. Like the weather over there is like it, it, it like obviously it does affect like your wrestling and stuff when you're like overly hot and stuff. But then 
I really when I did like I did a full summer out there. I did like three months out there, and then I came back, and I wrestled here in like no humidity. Mm. And I was like, oh, this is fucking easy, man. <laughs> I, was, like, at the end of it, I was just like breathing normal and stuff, and I was like, oh, this is fine. Like they've like improved my cardio so much. I guess it's like training with one of them aerobic mask on them um, aerobic yeah, mask. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but for like two and a half, three months, and then you come back and then you do a bit over here. It's like, oh. Oh, that's fine. That's not too bad, actually. Okay, so my cardio's gotten better because of the weather. That's fucking sick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think I, I, I saw you a couple of times at Schadenfreude and Friends after after coming back. And oh, yeah? Yeah, you made it look easy. <laughs> like, you fucking <laughs> kicked Joe Nelson around like it was nothing. Oh, so. Poor lad. <laughs> poor lad. <laughs> that's, how I, that's how I feel. Like, that's how I felt watching... Uh, Nakajima and Suzuki, like every single time Suzuki had to be hit by Nakajima, I was like, "Oh, poor you, poor you, poor you, poor man." Katara was tough didn't as nails, to man. Oh, I know. God. Like he just doesn't care. He just has his face out for everything. Like I, like I had a couple yeah. matches in him, and I caught him with a couple of kicks to the head and stuff. He just won't bother. I was just like, "Fucking hell!" <laughs> and I mean, and I mean, that's obvious by the fact that, like, it, again, that match is from eleven years ago. Both of those people are still at the top of the fucking game today. Yeah, Suzuki's still GHC Junior Champion He's now. Champion still, about yeah. to go for the big belt as well, so... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like it's in... Still. Exactly, and mm. it's incredible. Like, uh, uh, I think this is the first Suzuki match that I've seen or, like, really paid attention to. I know I've seen cards with him on it before, but I've been kind of out of it at the time. Yeah. So this mm. is the first time I've been able to, like, really pay attention to him. Mm-hmm. And it's, like... Okay, first off, I think I think we commented on this while we were watching the match, but I think he's the first person I've ever seen to just fucking struggle through a tombstone, oh, which is yeah, incredible. Like, yes. when, when he, he sort of stumble a bit, but he just picks him up anywhere from the floor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then as yeah. soon as he's as soon as he's taking it, he just fucking grabs hold of Nakajima's neck, drags him down, yeah. and elbows <laughs> him in the face to get out of it. Yeah, like DJ. DJ, DJ it, the, that match is so great of just yeah. like the struggle of it of just like like obviously a mm. lot of wrestling is like the story is about the struggle between these two people but the lengths they, and and the lengths they'll go to for that but like they put themselves through things where it's like the way they were set they were, they were selling it as well is like you know it's like craw- it's like craw- I'm getting a picture of like crawling with nails in the canvas just like no you're not fucking putting me away with that <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. if there's anything like it Noah's like famous for it's the matches that have such struggle in them yeah. that mm. make them so dramatic towards the end especially I think that's what like the biggest attraction is there like dedication to really pushing the art of wrestling when it comes to the struggle. I think that's like the most important thing that they have over most companies when it comes to matches. I mean, that's definitely been one of the most attractive things yeah. about Noah to me since I've started mm. watching. Like, basically as soon as I started watching, it's jumped to like the top of what I'm paying attention to and staying yeah. kept up with. Same, and same. It's not just because we're doing this show, it's because like, it's demanding that attention yeah, from yeah. me. Absolutely. <laughs> but like, Suzuki, Suzuki manages to in in this match at the very least like i i imagine it's the same for the rest of his matches as well but suzuki manages to get in these spots where he just looks stylish and cool as shit like there's a yeah. there's a moment where he has maybe the coolest landing 
I've ever seen in a wrestling match where he... I know like, exactly what you mean already. Oh, yeah, the, uh, where, yeah, he, yeah. where he jumps and like hooks Nakajima's throat around yeah, his ankle, yeah, yeah. lands and holds his... like It's it's like a three-point landing, but managing to choke and pin his opponent at the same yeah. time. And it's the coolest fucking thing. He's a video game character, isn't he? You know, that's just, that's just, just yeah, straight out 100%. attacking him. It's like, unbelievable. You but like, but like, a not video a game character yeah. with his like ten different finishing moves. Yeah, <laughs> I was, I was, like when you usually talk about wrestlers in the way of like, oh wow, that looked like an anime character or that looked like a superhero. Like, yeah. it's usually kind of corny, but with Suzuki, it looks like it. It looks like it's just like, oh no, that looks like what fighting would look like in a really well choreographed movie. That looked like incredible. Yeah. He, he, that's what I mean. Like he walks to the ring. And his jacket is like incredibly yeah. looks yeah, like a yeah. video game character, but he does, he's not all like he's not like in your face about it. He just wrestles, and then every now and then he just has like you can tell he's influenced quite a lot by that sort of mm-hmm. you know that 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 side of his life. So uh, when when he hits their moves and every now and then you be like, oh, that looks like not a video game it's because it's probably out of a video game. <laughs> <laughs> his tights look so fucking good as yeah. well. You mentioned his you mentioned his jacket, and I throughout the entire match, uh, we've been. We've been kind of harsh on Nakajima, honestly, because he looks so good now, and uh, we're uh, we're unimpressed with his tight choices from back in these days. Um, oh, I love baggy, I love baggy trousers. That's fair. But when he, but what he looks like now, again with the long hair and the eyes that imply evil, it's just like ah. Um, and here he. I like I like the boots this time, which I didn't in the last match. Uh, the trunks still don't wow me, but uh, Suzuki's tights are so fucking good looking with the black and uh, the green on top yeah, and yeah. the like uh, blade patterns. It looks so the good. The gear's always so good in Japan. Like mine is boring. Like I just have black jumps yeah. and black kick pads and I walked in there. But that's a but that's first... a style. But that's a style in and of itself. That's a statement. On the first night there, I walked in and then you see everybody like Tyler's <laughs> putting on his big jacket and Marufuji's got this jacket and everyone's got these big jackets and amazing and I'm like, shit, I need a jacket. <laughs> I feel I feel like it's unfair to compare yourself to Marufuji though. Like Marufuji's jacket game, I don't think anyone could top. No, right, no. But, it, but, it but now you've top. got a goal. Now you've got a goal. Next time you show up back in nowhere, you come with a coat. <laughs> <laughs> I've got I've got a coat. I love that. <laughs> Sounds like it's cold. <laughs> yeah, I've got, I've got a, I've got something in the works at the moment, but uh, oh, yeah, oh, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm excited to it. Yeah, that, but I feel like you've got to wait for a certain stage of your career before you can wear a cool jacket. Yeah, yeah, you need yeah. to wake you know up I mean? to it. You've got to have done a few things first, and then it's like now you're allowed your big cool jacket now. Because you know, if, <laughs> if you're walking with your big cool jacket, then it's like he's a guy with a big cool jacket, and then he wrestles. But if you're a wrestler first, he's like, oh, sick! Now he's got a cool jacket. The only the only reason Kaito is allowed one already is because he's done so much in such a short time. Well, that's the thing, he didn't have one to begin with. He was just like a young boy in like black trunks oh, and stuff. Fair. Yeah. So he used to just yeah. run into the ring and, and, and then he got his big jacket. On, like, he started on like a long losing streak, didn't he? Before he started. Yeah, like yeah, and then, and, yeah, and then when the he uh, started winning all his match, he used to come out in just a no t shirt, I think, like whatever the main t shirt was. Mm. And then mm. when he started really getting into his own. They give him the big jacket and he comes out with that. And uh, Yeah. Was that was that before or after the new logo? Uh, I think it was... Yeah, I think it was... Like, I think probably... I think it was around the same time. As, okay. Mm. Yeah. Well, the, the new logo was only last year, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like... Oh, it's Three months new? before I went there. Yeah, it was like... Oh, yeah, shit. I, I okay. went there in May in 2019 first. 
It was like the. It was like one of the one of the last things cyber. Uh, they would cyber fight mm. or whatever they're called. Like did before selling it to DDT. Mm, okay. Not cyber. Ladet. 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 Liday, yeah. Liday. All right, we've got a Lede. We've got someone else to tell us now, Nicholas. Every time <laughs> I bring them up, I say Ladette and Liday because I don't know how to pronounce it. So we've got we've got another opinion now. It's Liday. <laughs> I think it's Liday. <laughs> well, you can't, okay, Lid- you can't do this to us. Please, just give us a solid answer. <laughs> I've just because I've, I've been to the offices and stuff, obviously quite a lot, but I've seen mm. it written a lot. I've seen yeah. it written in Japanese. Uh-huh. Never heard it said though. So I'm just like, yeah, that's the thing. It's like I'm thinking, like, oh, it looks like Lede when it's written in English. Like it looked like because, like, when you think about it, why would anybody talk to me about it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like when I'm out there, no one's gonna be like, oh, have you seen the new Lede thing? Like they're just gonna like, don't talk about that. You know what I mean? So <laughs> if you've seen it written in Japanese, do you know how it? How, do you do you speak much Japanese yourself? Uh, yeah, um, not like if you put me on the spot, no. But I can do when I'm in the yeah, when, yeah, when I'm in the fair. flow of things and start talking to someone. Um, yeah, I'm like, yeah. can I have conversations with yeah. in Japanese? Yeah. But if you're like, go on, say some Japanese, I'm like, uh, 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 uh. no, no, I wasn't going to do that. Gonna, gonna do that <laughs> no, I was just going to say, because I know that, like, you know, in Japanese writing, mm. it's very mm. phonetic a lot of the time. I was going to say, you know, if you've seen it written in Japanese, maybe you can tell us how it's actually pronounced. <laughs> Again, that's, yeah. nope. <laughs> no, fair enough. Fair, fair. I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen, also, it's also the case that, like, with three people with ADHD sitting here trying to figure things out, and it's just not going to go well, is it? That's just the way it is. All of us, like, to be honest, whoever's listening to this is like, would they shut the f- what's Lede? Like, what? <laughs> oh no, people not people. Who, if someone, if you listen to this, you probably know what Lede is because, oh, see, I'm changing pronunciation yeah. now. I'm going rogue because <laughs> what if it's Lede? We've got to let. If it was Lede all along, we've oh shit, shit. it might be. Uh, it might be Ledet because it's like the if it's if you're splitting it into like Lede. Dead too, or whatever. Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, Jesus. I don't know. It's a Let's, okay. thing. Uh, but we was... all know who Ledet are because yeah. we've got a little segment called uh, the Gleet Beat. <laughs> where, <laughs> no. where we do, where we give new, tiny little news updates on what's happening with Glee because we're excited to see what's going on there. Is excitement the right word? It is for me. I'm, okay. I'm pumped for Glee. I'm fully on board with Glee. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy for you. Do you have any thoughts on Glee, Chris? <laughs> the card looks fucking sick. Yeah, yes. it does. It does. Like I'm not like I'm. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm like. Well, I don't know who's like behind it fully, like, and if I did, I'm not gonna like <laughs> speculate on here and like spread rumors yeah. and stuff. But like the card, I think Masawa's involved. If you just look at the wrestlers there, like it's un- it's unreal. Like yeah. they've got uh, Muto's there, uh, um, Segura's there, Keno's mm. on there. You know what I mean? Like it's a lot of like the Noah lads as well, but fused mm-hmm. with like a few others. I'm pretty sure um, Daisuke Sakimoto's on there as well. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah which, I, which yeah. I was surprised by. I pretty thought stuck. he was. I thought he'd gone off. Like I thought he'd gone off to do other things. But like no, he's still he's still wrestling. Oh, do, do you mean in like in wrestling or? Yeah, like I thought he'd gone off to like I th- Nick, I Nick thought was he was with the w- WWE. No, I thought Japan he was with contracts. the WWE thing. But if he can still work other shit, then I guess that's not permanent, and that makes me really happy. Well, yeah, because we've had this conversation before because he's he's shown up in DDT stuff semi recently. Oh right, and... right. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. How did we? Oh right, I brought up the logo. Uh. 
<laughs> wait, wait, no, no, we're still in, we're in the Gleep beat. We're still talking about Gleep. Jesus, are we actually <laughs> fucking? Yeah, we're okay. gonna. I want to know Chris's. I want to know Chris's opinions because I know it's uh, the card is good. Yeah, the card is good. I I I came back home by the time that was all like yeah getting sorted and stuff. So like I've only seen like stuff on social media really. Yeah. Obviously, mm. with knowing who's who and what what what's what out there. Yeah. I'd probably know, like, more than the average person, but, again, like, it's only... Daily days. A little bit, fair, I guess. Yeah, fair. so, like, judging by the card, it's probably going to be good. It's tomorrow, isn't it? Yeah, the first I'm, show. I, yeah. I think so. I'm very excited for it. I thought it was the first of the month at first, and then I, and then I got dead disappointed when October rolled around and it wasn't clean. <laughs> but But uh, I, know, I know that, like, I've, you know, in past promotional stuff, they've said they're going to be, like, they're going to try and be quite influenced by IWF. Um, oh, yeah, or yeah, UWFI, yeah, yeah. sorry. Um, and I haven't seen too much UWF stuff, but you know, like I've uh, pa- Paradigm Pro Wrestling in in like is a US indie on. They've been doing a lot of uh, UWFI rules matches, and they've all been dead good. So I'm like quite excited to see you know these people who I already love from nowhere, and these other people who yeah, yeah, are good, yeah. but I haven't seen yet yeah, in these rule sets if they do something like that. So I just want. I'd, do you like? Did you watch much UWF or like any other hybrid wrestling or other stuff like that? Because and I, I did see like I saw your hybrid match with uh, Ethan Allen uh, in mm. in Liverpool earlier this year, and like that was mm. one of my favorite matches of the year. So like, oh, I, I'm I'm a bit I'm a big fan of, of uh, I'm a I'm a burgeoning fan of hybrid wrestling. I haven't watched a lot, but all the stuff that I have seen has blown me away. So I was just wondering like wh- where you are with that. Yeah, no, I, I, I love all that stuff. Like, I'm, I'm, like, quite a big advocate for it. Like, obviously, like, at the time, like, I was too young to, like, watch it when I was out, and so I don't think I was even alive. Sure. Um, but, uh, like, um, so I've gone back and watched stuff uh, quite quite a lot, but, like, I'm a massive advocate for trying, like, do wrestling like that. Like, every now and then on, like, smaller shows and stuff, I'll just, like, ask to see if I can do them rules instead, just as something different if the guy I'm, I'm working with mm. is also up for it. Like, you mm. know what I mean? I th- I'm pretty sure, and this isn't like necessarily a great thing or anything, but I probably have the most experience in all of British wrestling in them specific mm. rules. Um, so like I, I, re- I really like trying to push them rules for matches. I think I've had about 20 matches under them sort of rules, where it's nice. like, you know, rope breaks mean something, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah. three. Um, sometimes the rules vary, like there was like Tetsujin, and then there's been Ambition over in Germany as well. There's the, the, the hybrid rules that me and Ethan did. Um, yeah, there's been quite a few different ones. They're, they're all pretty much, they're all quite similar. There'll be like one or two rules that are a bit interchangeable and whatnot. But yeah, but I think like yeah. if you can if you can make it like a spot, the second you put rules on something, the crowd sits forward and they're like, "There's rules to this that are established. I'm gonna watch out for them rules." Yeah, so I need when to pay they, exactly, so they pay attention more. They don't just like wait for like a, the end of the match first because the, the end of the match can be at any point because it's like it's got rules and stuff like that. So like I, I feel like. It attracts people to to pay attention more because usually like only about eight to ten minutes, people like tend to be like the, who are wrestling fans tend to have less of an attention span. To be honest, because I'm the same like that. I don't have much of an attention span. I'd rather watch a match like that. Um, mm, yeah. So they tend to just sit there and same. watch and be like, oh, okay, like I'm paying attention so I can follow the story and you know. It's also just something different on the card. Absolutely, yeah. Like also, and and even if it's a card full of those matches, it's something different than what you usually see in other promotions. Yeah, absolutely. Which is by which is per like automatically going to make you pay attention more because something new is happening. Mm. 
See, I've uh, I've been watching like a mix of like hybrid wrestling and like I've also been watching Old World of Sport. So now in my head, I really I've I've like really want to see like some sort of hybrid rules that are like Mount Evans hybrid wrestling, <laughs> where it's like got, yeah, like rounds. Yeah, it's got like the rounds and it's got like you know the ten count like the same as they do in UWF and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. So it's I, I think something like that would be really cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like yeah, <laughs> I think like. I'm pretty sure one of the matches in maybe it was Tetsuji, maybe it was Ambition, but they did it in rounds and they had like so many five minute rounds or something and it ended in the third or fourth round or something like that. Mm. I'm pretty sure, but I, I don't know. I've just done this straight up through like they're just the one fall or finish match. If mm. you could book like your, like if you came to Noah and they said like, hey, we, we, we want to do one of these hybrid matches that you've been doing, put two, like take two of our people and put them together in a hybrid match. Who'd you pick? Kenno and Katsu. Fucking hell, that's a good mm. choice. Uh, I mean, that that's kick fight from kick fight from hell three hybrid <laughs> rules. Yeah, yes. uh, Kenno's trained in Kempo, which is a different type of karate. Yeah, I, I went over. Um, I think it was my first or second time. I went over. I went to go and train with him at his school. Um, well, he doesn't like run the school there, but he like sure, he, that's sure. why he's like he, he, he basically does. He's one of the the main guys, the more seniors there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went and did that, and that was brutal. Like. Like you've got to like wear full padded gear and everything like that to start sparring because they just fuck you up. Like it's like <laughs> it, it's it's like a, it, it's quite a hard bodied version of karate. Whereas like traditional karate is more about um like it's it's more like katas and like sequences and stuff like that and you're using mm-hmm. the pads and using the mitts more. Whereas like in Kempo, like what well, what this is what I took away from the training is that we actually practiced on each other as opposed to on pads and stuff, you know. And it was like oh, full. so you get like the mo- the full move body yeah, so, movement yeah, exercise. Yeah, so it's like the full. So you have to wear like the whole. You got to protect your whole head. You like you ribs, your legs, everything like that. Like you covered in like yeah in that pad and stuff. So yeah, and then I saw um, as a little side story that like I saw um, a guy he overhand hooked somebody with his right hand so hard <laughs> that he jarred his shoulder and his shoulder came out and his arm was stuck. Fucking hell. And I watched it and I was like, fuck. And then he like was sat down and his arm was still like in an, like an upside down sort of like <laughs> awkward angle sort of oh thing and he just gosh. had to hold his shoulder and I was like, fuck. And then he yeah. eventually got taken outside. But that was off his own punch. Like that's how I was. <laughs> Christ. God. So yeah, that, that toughened I, you up. I felt, I felt like that watching... Um watching Kotogen Harada when uh I I still can't like I've I've rewatched the match a couple of times and I still can't quite tell if Harada throws him or if Kotoge like tries to jump out of the position he's in. But when Kotoge is on the top rope, Harada is like holding him from down below and then suddenly Kotoge flips over, lands oh, on his back well, on the that's apron. A throw. That was very much a it, throw. it has to be a throw, right? Like because if, No, yeah, that was a, that yeah. was a throw. I'm Either way, <laughs> it looks like Kotoge fucking dies. Oh and, yeah, no, I know what you mean. I was trying to think what you mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you I well, like you you're on the tape immediately by his side yeah, yeah. and like <laughs> we uh, like the the camera is on your back, so we can't see anything. But like, I can only imagine that if I was there, I would just be going like, "Please lay down, please. You don't have to do this anymore. Please just stay, just stay here." Yeah, I put my I put my fingers in his hand. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. if he squeezes it, I know he's okay. Of course, so we don't have to talk or anything. So I put my finger in his hand straight away because like he landed, it looked like he landed quite rough even from my point yeah. of view. And like I've taken them sort of bumps before, and I know they're yeah. fine. 
But like sometimes if you catch it just an inch off, you know what I mean? Like it's quite scary. So I just jumped in. I, I remember, I know it's funny you're, you're about now, but I put my finger and he was like squeezing. I was like, oh, it's fine. It's okay. <laughs> but like for, from us, like sitting at home watching it, I was like, please, please mm. just lie down. Please, please stay. <laughs> Have a minute. Just let him rest. And then, and then Harada fucking goes back into the ring and raises his arms. And then I'm like, all right, now <laughs> fuck it. Go back in there. Kill that man. Kill that man. Then have a rest. Harada's sort of funny, man. Oh, it was so, so good. It's such a fucking dick move, and I love him for it. It's so he good. He like, like the, they have quite a dry sense of humor out there anyway, but he, like, especially does. Like, he's, like, really, really funny with shit like that. So, like, yeah, he's probably just fucking around to be fair. <laughs> I mean, I have to. I have to imagine that's a specifically like aimed at Kotoge as well, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm sure they have their own shit about that. Yeah, definitely. See, something I've loved seeing through our watching like old and new matches of this is uh, the canvas just changing fucking constantly. Um, yeah. The very first match we saw had the Xbox logo on, which we thought was hilarious <laughs> at the time. <laughs> Oh right, okay, yeah. Um, and oh, yeah, like... we started on uh, we started on Masawa versus Kobashi, yeah, because yeah, we thought man, we thought we might as well start, start strong, exactly yeah. right. Like why yeah. why not why not just start at the top of the fucking mountain? You have to. You've got to um, watch the two boys, haven't you? Right, you yeah. have to. You have to. Um, but like, I think I imagine I imagine there are Noah fans who are like, "Guy, I hate the new logo. The the old logo was so much better." Blah blah blah. Oh yeah, I've I seen a lot of people complaining about the canvas. I think I fucking I think I love circles. the new canvas though. I think the new logo looks so good on the canvas. I do prefer the old mm. logo on posters and stuff, but the new yeah. logo looks so good on the canvas with the with yeah. the green outskirts and the yeah. white in the middle. I think it looks great. Yeah, I, 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 when I. Because I was in talks about going over and stuff, and then they changed the logo. And I was like, oh, why do I on the green mat? Like, it's the green, mm-hmm. it's the Emerald yeah. Mat and stuff. But then they brought it back for two shows. <laughs> sure. They did uh, Miss Our Memorial yeah. um, weekend, yeah. um, which is on the anniversary. And um, uh-huh. so I got to wrestle on the green mat for two days. And that was like, well, I've, I've done that. That's cool. So I don't mind that. They've got the new logo. You can carry on now. I got to wrestle on the green mat. That was like a, yeah. that was like a tick off the bucket. That was like a tick off the bucket list for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, massively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm happy, I'm happy for you. <laughs> yeah, that was happy for me too. <laughs> so, do you, do you mind talking a bit about uh, like how you started working with Noah, like how that relationship happened? Yeah, it's quite um, there's it, it, quite a few bits to it, sort of thing. You know, I mean, like it wasn't just it didn't just like fall in place. Like it took some time, but uh, yeah, obviously, like I always like when side wrestling, it was Japan always, and it was pro wrestling Noah first and foremost in my head. Mm. I had uh, an offer from another company in Japan and I turned it down to go to Noah because I was like, I want to go to Noah yeah. specifically. Yeah. We ended up talking back and forth after they came over to wrestle in a... I'm trying to remember which way around it is. I think it was... Sorry, it's, 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 it's... I don't think these two really matter which way around it is, but like they were in quite close proximity. But one of the times <laughs> Marifuja was us and Doug Williams in the UK... And another time, the Rattels came over, um, and they wrestled for IPW as well in um mm. in a tournament. So I I wrestled Harada once in the UK, and I met Marufuji once as well. And um, I wrestled in front of Marufuji, um, and I was uh, and it must it must have been the tournament first, because they were in contact with me, and Marufuji came to watch me. Oh, and um, so like I was. Yeah, because we, this is when we were in talks. It must have been this way around. So it must have been the tournament first, and then they liked that because I wrestled Daisuke in the first, uh, Harada in the first, um, that, in the first round, mm. and then the next time 
Yeah, sorry, sorry. Yes, it was that. I've organised that one now in my head. It was that way. Facing Morada in the first round is a hell of an opening. Yeah, it was the first mm. match as well. It was like, yeah, yeah. It, that was great. That was a. So was that was that the tournament where I've seen the uh, Lycos versus Hayata video from? Yeah. Yes. Sweet. Yes. Yeah, that's that, that one. Great. So I wrestled them there, and they came over obviously with uh, a member of the office. Yeah. Um, and then I had an email from them said that they were interested. And then they, when they came back over, um, I was wrestling. And I knew Marafuji was going to watch um, with with a member of the office, and I was like, so I was like a bit nervous. No pressure. But he, yeah. he wasn't backstage at the time, just before I was going out and stuff. So I was like, right, it's fine, whatever. I was warming up and stuff. My, the guy I was wrestling was in the ring, and uh, my music started playing. I was just like fucking about as usual. I'm in a rush. Um, I was like, and I was like stretching a bit. I looked over at my left, and there's this like long hallway, and like the door opens, and it was like it was like something out of a movie, like a movie, like. <laughs> The door opens and like I just I just looked over because the light came through and it was Marafuji walking through with a member of the office. Mm. Um, and in my head it's in slow motion. Uh-huh. Well, it's, it, it's, it wasn't, <laughs> but in my head it is in slow motion. And I looked over and I was like, "Oh fuck!" It's on, <laughs> like, it's on now. He's, he's going to watch from now, is he? So I saw yeah. him like watching me, and he sort of glanced and like gave me like a, like a wave sort of thing and a smile, and I was like, <laughs> "Shit!" So I went out and uh, wrestled. I was like, I was like more nervous than I've been for most matches and stuff just because he was watching. Mm. And I went backstage and just asked him like some advice and stuff like that. And through the member of the office that he was with, we spoke and like translated and stuff like mm. that. I was going to say, I have to imagine just being around him, especially as somebody who like has been a fan of Noah for so long and now getting the opportunity, just being around Marufuji has to be intimidating as hell. Yeah, yeah, sort of, yeah. Like, he, <laughs> he, he, he's like Mr. Noah, isn't he? He's like, well, he's like one in four people yeah. you could call that, you know what I mean? So it's like, that was like a huge deal. And it's Marufuji, uh-huh. like, anybody that's done a wrestling move, it's probably Marufuji's done it first. You know what I mean? Like, he's a genius, like... Right, um, mm, right. So yeah, it was. He, he's, he's like a living legend as well as it is. But also, I'm about to, I'm like, this is a audition for Noah in front of him. So I'm like... Uh-huh. I have to be, yeah, I have to be good, man, because <laughs> they're about to spend money on me. So, like, getting me out there and stuff. So I was like, right, okay. <laughs> I went back. We spoke, and then we were back and forth for a little bit as well. And then, yeah, they just emailed me, and they were like, okay, well, this is what we want. Um, we're gonna have you come over for these, uh, couple months. Um, then I went over. I wrestled a match at Corrigan Hall, and then another match, and they called mm. me into the office, and I was like, oh, fuck up. And they just they, and they were just like, oh, we're gonna keep you on, and these are the dates for the rest Hell of the year. Yeah. I was like, oh, sick, Fantastic. okay. And so they just like give me like, I was only home for like four weeks overall last year, I think. Yeah. Mm. I was just like back and forth, back and forth. Like I was coming home for like ten days at a time, and then going back out for a couple months and stuff. So that was that was fun. I can imagine. So was it was it after that that you joined Stinger, or did or was it sort of like a temporary membership before that? Or I joined Stinger in. So I did the Global Tag. Yeah, Global Junior Tag League was my mm. first tour, and it was me mm. and um, Kamano. We um, tagged, and then on the second night of the midst, of, of the, the Misawa Memorial, um, I didn't know it was happening. Um, Ogawa just, like, I wrestled Ogawa during the, t- during the tournament, and after the match, he was like, oh, okay, I understand you. And, like, I think you understood how I wrestled and stuff, and what I was going for. And then um, he, and then I remember mm. him pulling me to the side. Right. He was like, okay, no, I understand. And then, like, I had a good talk with him and Kataro and stuff. And I didn't know what was happening, but like I finished my match, and then they finished theirs. They, they just won the tournament versus Yohei and Hayata. Mm. Um, they came backstage and they were doing an interview. And um, as they were going backstage, Ogawa says, "I'll oh, come here," and he just pointed, <laughs> pointed, and he told me where to stand. So I stood behind the camera, and then they were both talking Japanese. And then 
Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a stupid thing to say. Which I thought was weird. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, they were both talking. But what I'm, what I'm trying, what I'm trying to say is, I, just, I wasn't understanding what they were saying. So I didn't right, really know what right, was going right. on at all. So I was just sort of suddenly rewatching them, and I was like, "Why am I watching?" Them? And then he like gestures for me to come on. I was like, "Oh fuck, I'm joining!" And then, and it didn't even click before. And I was like, oh, <laughs> "Cool." And then he put me in the middle of them both, and then there's like pictures in the magazines yeah, yeah, of like yeah. in between them. Two. And you're realizing and then stuff, he goes, isn't it? He looks at me and he goes, um, the, the interview goes, Have you got any words? And Odell says, Go on, speak. And then he looks at the camera and I was like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I was just like, This is like, because I was like fanboying, like a little. Like, yeah, like on the inside, of I was like, I was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, like on the inside. And he's like, go on, just say something. And I'm like, shit, yeah, I'm a fucking professional wrestler. I'm trying to be like serious even shit. And I was like, <clears throat> I need to cut a promo or something. I need to, I need to be hard as fuck Chris Ridgeway real quick and now I'm joining Stinger. <laughs> what the fuck is happening? Yeah, it, it doesn't exist when like, when real life emotions take over. I can't pretend to be like, or like sullen and whatever. And then like, to be honest, since then, I've, I don't bother trying to be like, of course, moody and all that sort of shit. I just try and just, I just try and be yeah. me and kick people yeah. as well at the same time, which is fine. I think that's more yeah. suited to playing, playing a character just that's being yourself. But, like, so yeah, I figured that out in Japan as well. Uh, that seems to be more like Stinger's vibe as well. I feel like, like when, when I first, uh, when Stinger first came on, I was like, I think I don't know who it was, but I think he came out to Painkiller by Judas Priest. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, this is a hell of a, this is a hell of a fucking way to enter the ring. And then, uh, like, I think Yohei was, I still no, can't, no, no, I, st- uh, Yohei had dealings with Stinger in that show. I just don't know how, Yohei is still a, a, a mystery to me. <laughs> Yohei was in Stinger um, yeah, quite a while ago. Yeah, like yeah. he was in Stinger, and then he went back to Rattles, and then Stinger only had two, and then they added me for the third. Right, mm-hmm. right. And then it was just us three for ages, and then obviously I came home and I was supposed to go back out, but COVID happened and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then did everything got jumbled around and stuff. But like Stinger seems Stinger seems like such a cool, uh, just like they have a, they have a vibes that are just incredible to look at. Yeah, it's like, I think <laughs> they it's seem like, they seem like such fun dickheads, hell, but we're all like mates, and we're all like we all, all yeah, do our own yeah. thing, but like we're all like pals at the end of it, sort of thing. Like we'd all go for meals a lot of the time together and hang out together and stuff, and we like it was like a genuine group of us. We like travelled on the same coach and everything. It was it was fun. I learned shit loads yeah. and like That's so cool. much that I can't even like. If you were like, "What did you learn?" I'd be like, "I don't." <laughs> no, but I've learned it. Just watch what yeah. wrestle, and then I guess yeah. that's them. <laughs> and I have to, I have to imagine just being around Ogawa would would like do that to you as well. Yes, absolutely. Because like, yeah. he's, he's he's been in the company since it started. Yeah, right? he, yeah. He's, he was the one of the guys with Masawa that walked out. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, like I mean, uh, Suzuki only debuted in like one as well. So like they've basically both been there the entire Jesus time. Christ. It's just that Ogawa's literally been there the entire time. Exactly. When when it comes to like just general knowledge and like how to wrestle that style over there and stuff like they're just like yeah endless 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 like knowledge on that sort of things so i just like try to be as much of a sponge as i could and just like picked it up um as quick yeah. as possible and then you have the same level of like that same level of caliber in all the other different stables as well in all the other factions yeah yeah oh yeah absolutely and yeah. they keep and they keep switching around and like mixing with each other and it's it's a joy to watch yeah it, 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 they keep it fresh so much out there as well like nothing goes yeah. on for too long you know what i mean like we we did we did joke a little bit about like it feels 
it feels a little bit sometimes like uh, they suddenly went like, ah, shit, every other company has like 40 years of additional history than we do. We need to cram it all in. Um, but it's like, <laughs> I don't think that's I don't think that's what it is. And, no, they're uh, just keeping us on our toes. Yeah, for real. Yeah, but that's do, the yeah. thing. They are they are like really fucking keeping us on our toes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they seem to they seem to be making that a really like focal point of the promotion to like never, ever let something get yeah. stale. No, yeah, exactly. Like when we were even like doing um, we're doing a lot of Stinger versus Bratels like matches. Um, we're doing like loads of them, but every single yeah. one was different. Like, like every single time there was like a different. Oh, like sometimes it'd be me and Hayata or me and Harada. Then it'd be like um, Ogawa and Hayata and Ogawa and Yohei, and it would just they would just like mix up the the. It was like it was like us mm-hmm. seven. Um, well, and then Katoge got put in with us as well. So there was like us four, like me, Katoge, Ogawa, and Suzuki. And then it was the Rattels, and it was just like a combination of like any of them eight in the ring yeah. sometime. Like it was just like they just kept somehow they just kept changing it all the time. So I was never doing the same match over right. and over again, even though I was working with the same people a lot. How long was Katoga in Stinger? Because it feels like like I tried I tried to skim through Katoga's history like before this episode, and <laughs> there's so much. He it feels like he changes factions. He gets about doesn't yeah, it? he gets about like a yeah. motherfucker. Like it's, <laughs> yeah, every other day feels like. <laughs> <laughs> he was in Congo to begin with. Like when yeah. I got there, he was in he Congo. He started really Congo. Left. He started Congo. Like he's one of the original members. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, he's one of the OG Congo members. Um, well, that blew my mind. It's it's funny because reading up on it, it definitely read like he left Congo because he wanted to go back to being a junior. Yeah, he did. Yeah, but then right. after he left, they brought in two new juniors. <laughs> which was... Yeah, yeah, they brought they brought them in like a little bit later on. I think though, I think there's quite a, quite a, quite a bit of difference between them. Probably what they knew they wanted to. Yeah. Um, I know that um, Keno and uh, How get on. They, they they knew each other through um, the promotion. I've drawn a blank. Oh, um, right now, and I remember it as soon as the, the calls come off here. But um... I, no, I know I know what you mean. We 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 covered Keno on a pre, on a previous episode. Then I think wasn't it? Didn't he and How used to tag uh, together when he first came into the company as a freelancer from Michinoku Pro? Uh, they they both they were both uh, tagged in Michinoku Pro, and they were both like good friends as well. Um, so I'm, I'm fairly yeah, sure that right. like that that they've done that on the base of their history there. I think I remember reading that they tagged in Global Junior Tag League as, but like while they were still at Michinoku Pro. Yes, like, yeah, yeah, they did. The yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Keno is another one of those people who like when as soon as you start reading a, even just a little bit about him, it's a fucking like it's tough to believe that he's real. <laughs> I wrestled him. In fact, before even I wrestled Harada and before I wrestled Marufuji, I wrestled Keno. Mm-hmm. And Keno was the first guy to go and put my name over in nowhere. I should have given him credit for that to right. be honest, to begin with. Fair, before. Fair. Um, but we're talking about Marufuji, so it's all yeah, like... Yeah, of course. But yeah, um, so Keno, Keno was the first guy from nowhere that I wrestled. And when he came over, um, uh, we had a really, really fun match and he went over and like spoke to them. And then like it was back and forth for a while. So it was like, it was, like three different stages before I even got there, I think, anyway. For for listen for listeners uh, for listeners that match is on YouTube. I've found it and it's good as hell. <laughs> oh, thank you. Like I'd rather have that match now. Like with the knowledge and the experience I have now, like sure, sure. wrestling that sort of mm. style a bit more. I think it'd be a lot more better now. Listen, I'm, but, sure, um, I'm sure you'll get that match at some point. I, a, I can't oh yeah, wait. definitely. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, in that match, the uh, the lighting on the outside of the ring is quite dark, and mm-hmm. um, we were on the outside for like a brief period quite early on, and he gives me a kick. To the chest, I didn't see it coming. I didn't even see his foot <laughs> walk. It was so dark, and uh, he kicked me in my bicep, and my bicep tore. Oh! Um, so, and it was the first kick he gave me. And I was like, oh, and I know there's going to be loads more in this match. Yeah. And then there was like every <laughs> kick. Like you, if you watch the match now, you'll notice my my right arm's just like 
low and like dangling and just free because oh, it's just fucked. No. And I was like, there's no way I'm tapping out. I'm carrying on for the rest of this fucking match. There's no way I'm fucking like calling this shot or anything like that. I was like, let's carry on. We'll be fine. And then I was just fucked for like about two weeks. But <laughs> it was fine. The, univer- the universal wrestler mindset of, I'm sure it'll yeah. be good. I'm sure everything will work out. Nothing could possibly <laughs> harm me. It turns out we're not uh, invincible. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Kendo. Kendo, no, yeah, if anyone deserves invincibility. Yeah, it's for real. I mean, I was going to say, Kendo fucking might be invincible. Like, (laughs) Kendo genuinely might be invincible considering the shit he's done since he was like two years old. Yeah, 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 he's he's been like doing Kempo like all his life as well. Yeah, I mean, that's immediately what, like, I think, like, earlier near the start, you were saying, like, oh, you'd think all these people have been doing it all their life. And, like, I immediately thought of, of, uh, off him and was like, I'm pretty sure he's been doing Kempo since he was like three. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah. like the he's like the youngest champion ever as well, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he's he, like world recognized for it. Yeah, it's, it's madness. incredible. Yeah, his, his kicks are something else. As you said, and as you said, he's the guy who first went over and put you over. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. there you go. Just we found a roundabout way to compliment yeah, you yeah, when you're yeah, wrestling. Yeah. yeah, for real. <laughs> oh, he's a, he's a good lad. Oh, I I'm I'm so I'm so excited to go back and watch um uh him and Nakajima from it was the first night of N one this year, right? Yeah, to kick it was the main event to kick it off. Yeah, yeah. And I'm so excited to like go back and watch that match again after now that the N one is over. Mm, so yeah. then I can actually I can actually uh take in the entire tournament in in good pace instead of like desperately trying to keep they have up. That, they have that like that unreal, like, last two minutes of where they're, like, the sparring, yeah. and you both, you see Kennel's Kempo and Katsu's Karate uh-huh. both just come out as an, an instinct, and you can just see the, the genuine competitiveness between them, like, if you're watching their eyes closely, you can see Katsu, like, ducking and trying to get in, like, mm-hmm. some shots and stuff, and you see the same from Kennel, and I was like, I, like, stood up, I think, and I was like, shit, because I was, like, holding the floor, and I just, like, stood up on the floor, I was like, oh, shit, here we go, it's fucking kicking off. You see? So good. Yeah. You see that a couple moments in uh, Nakajima Suzuki as well, where Nakajima just like, okay, this isn't a wrestling match anymore. I'm going to kick your head off. Yeah, and yeah, Suzuki yeah. just goes like, oh shit, I need to die. I mean, sometimes though, Suzuki just didn't fucking care. Like He'd, he'd, no, he'd, have, Keno in, he'd have Keno in a submission and Keno would just kick him straight in the chest. And he's like, yeah, go on, do that again. <laughs> Aye, they're all our bastards out there. Man. They're, they're all our bastards so and they just... all need to show it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah man. That's what it was all about. They show it, it, and they show it fucking effortlessly, and they, yeah, it's, it's been a fucking ride to watch, and like continuing to watch, and I'm so, I'm so excited for like for obviously for a lot of reasons. I'm excited for COVID to to no longer have to be like a (laughs) thing we have to pay attention to. Uh, but like I'm so excited to see Mm. Noah with a full roster again, and like just firing on all cylinders because like it's been. It's been nice to get into a company while they have a smaller roster than usual, just because it makes it easier to like learn people's names and find, like, figure out what's going on. But later on, when the roster blows up to full again, it's going to be incredible to watch. Yeah, I think I think they just like they like um sort of like substituted half the roster at home, yeah. half the roster out, and then they'd switch it depending on like the tour dates yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. So like people weren't like. It was just safer for COVID reasons out there. So I think Japan's doing all right, but not not all right with COVID. Of course, I think they've, of course. Uh, they've 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 kept it at bay a lot better than like a lot of other countries that have not yeah, been to like. For sure. they've, they've done it the proper way, so that's good mm. to see. 
from what I've heard from people in Japan, the way wrestling's been handling COVID is actually better than the way business in general has been handling COVID. Like, they were saying, like, you know, like... It doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah, Yeah. they were saying you could, like, go to the shops and stuff, and it was like there was nothing in place to stop anyone from being anywhere near each other, and, like, there was no, like, mask mandates or anything like that, Mm. even though Mm -hmm. people, even though culturally people would wear masks more readily there. Uh, but then you go to a wrestling match and it, and it was actually quite strict because they're just tr- actually trying to take precautions. Yeah, definitely. They put like screens up in between when they're doing like autograph signings and yeah. merch and all that sort of stuff. They're like fully protecting stuff. Like it didn't surprise me at all that Nora and New Japan and everybody was just back to business quite quick. You know, it didn't it didn't, it didn't slow them down for too long and they're back to quite a lot of capacity in the in the, yeah. in the venues and stuff, which is it's great to see and it's inspiring to see. But it's a shame that it's not happening as well in other countries. You know what I mean? Of course, of course. I mean, didn't didn't New Japan even make like an app so that people could still be cheering instead of just applauding? Yeah, yeah. In the yeah. crowd, which is incredible. I think yeah, th- th- I saw something about that. Is it, 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 so it was an app on the phone, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And you yeah. press like do our cheer or something, it, and yeah. then it came through the speakers again. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was. I think it it was like you know like an automated crowd noise, like a computer going yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but like, but like, the, I think the more people who pressed it, the louder it got. <laughs> That's wholesome, that isn't it? That's, that's yeah. nice. Like, if if that was if that was me on sound, I'd be backstage. Like, whoever's the good guy, I'd just be pressing boo, <laughs> <laughs> just be confused and everybody. I'd just be like, I'd, watch, like, I'd like, I'd pretend there was an app, and I'd be like, yeah, you all press cheer, and then I'd just be booing everybody. Like, <laughs> like everyone's getting booed on the show. Like, <laughs> I thought we were doing well, but the old hair doesn't seem such so like. <laughs> Fucking hell! I guess like the crowd are. is tougher than we thought. Yeah. <laughs> I think I figured they'd be happy to see us back, but goddamn! Yeah, this booing us. Why did they come? <laughs> I I could never boo anyone on the Noah roster for fear of my fucking life. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't have you cheering. Oh, I don't like that. No, that's fair. That's he fair. Need, but like, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's entirely fair and understandable. But like, in that case, I'd rather just be quiet. I think because like, <laughs> Thumbs up, yeah. yeah. That's it. Which is exactly what you want from a wrestling crowd <laughs> to just be silent, obviously. Uh, Sometimes, but like, fuck, yeah, true, fair, fair, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, I think, I think that's it. Unless you have something more, AJ. Uh, no, I, I, I didn't have any questions prepared or anything like that. That's but, fair so, that's fair uh, yeah, if we wanna, we can wind down now, so you can, you can get away, right. Chris. Is, is there anything else you wanted to bring up or you wanted to talk about before we finish? Uh, not necessarily what I didn't even know what to bring up or anything. I was just happy to chat about no one. Just fair enough, fair enough. Company yeah, well, that did right. work for me and stuff, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think yeah. I think if it didn't go there when it did and how long I did and who I was with and all that sort of thing, I don't think like I'd have gotten the experience and everything that I did. So like, mm-hmm. the least I can do is like, I understand that like, there's, there's Hami on Twitter and there's yeah. a couple of other people, but like, as far as like translation comes across, I feel like the Western world misses out on Nora a lot and I think that's a shame. So like, the least I could do is like, talk to somebody for a while and like talk about how great Nora is and stuff and yeah. hopefully people will listen to this and check it out more and stuff you know yeah I mean be- um, before we started doing this I like never really saw any conversations about Noah yeah but exactly then, yeah. But, but then like once we started actually watching it and seeking out places where people were talking about mm. Noah like Noah fans are very passionate even if they're like even if the English speaking ones are not necessarily yeah you know very active online yeah they absolutely love Noah like yeah, like it's, it's like yeah. Noah and then nothing else. No other wrestling. It's just Noah. Like I love that though. Like it's quite like they're very passionate and they're like as soon as somebody else wants to, I've noticed that as well on Twitter. And it's someone else is like, oh, I kind of want to check out Noah. Everyone's like, yeah, come <laughs> yeah, here. absolutely. Be part of our friends. Yeah, one hundred percent. It's really good. It's, it's, 
a lovely little community, you know what I mean? But it's, it's, it's slowly building, I've noticed. It's slowly building over like the last year or so. Hopefully yeah. it keeps going. I mean, when you see when you see people like Go and when you see people like Nakajima and Marufuji, obviously, and like Kenta when he was there, like it is it is genuinely a shame that they aren't in the conversation more often in gen in wider wrestling terms. Like uh uh like the New Japan folks have gotten since New Japan like really gained steam. Yeah. Uh like American wrestlers and some British wrestlers and like just Western world wrestlers have for always, yeah. you know. But it's like because they really should be there. Like what you mm. said earlier, like if you do a wrestling move, you owe Marafuji for it probably at some Yeah, it's point. the same with uh, Kotaro like, Suzuki as well when it comes to the juniors as well. Like, yeah. If yeah. you've done a move, Kotaro and Marafuji probably done it first. Uh-huh. <laughs> like that, I credit them to as like some of the most innovative and creative minds ever like, in wrestling genu- ever. Genuinely, like, ever. genuinely living legends yes. that are still working at the top That's of the game. That's why Noah's full of them. Like Noah's got about yeah. eight to ten living legends and people we've not even brought up in conversation that you could talk about you yeah, could talk yeah. about like saito or muhammad yone for example like yeah like yeah, yeah. Done, everybody's done so much in that company you know what i mean like i couldn't give it more credit if even if i tried and like this this podcast been great for it but like i could talk for about 10 12 15 hours on like just how <laughs> well, good they've done and how much they've influenced you know what i mean like wrestling as a whole yeah well, well anytime, maybe we'll anytime you, you feel like it point. i was gonna say anytime you feel like it you're welcome uh we yeah, can... let's do it. Let's do a round two sometime. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, we could. We we feel like the same way. We could talk about this for literally ever, especially as we, especially as we dive deeper and deeper into the catalog, and especially as things keep happening in real time. Yeah, it yeah. just it just never yeah, ends. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm glad we got this chance to like specifically talk a lot about the junior weight wrestlers, though, just because yeah. because of like the way the main event scene just like keeps hitting us with new things and that's obviously mostly focused on the heavyweight wrestlers we've only actually covered like one junior match before this before this episode so i'm just yeah. happy to have an excuse to to cover matches like these anyway so thanks for that 100 percent. yeah that's cool yeah definitely yeah Not all right problem. so we'll uh we'll move into uh outros and uh, plugs and everything like that if you have something to plug or shout out well i'll throw to you and uh if you don't, then just pass <laughs> That's it. That's fine. And, uh, we'll, we'll exit out the episode. I don't really have much to plug. Just go and watch Noah. Like if you, if you listen to this That's and you want you want to go and check out like some Noah matches. I like mean, you know, you got you got a you got a Twitter account that's pretty good. Like you're a good Twitter follow, I'd say. Oh, thank you. I don't know what my at is though. I think it's Chris Ridgeway one. <laughs> Maybe it's Chris Ridgeway two underscores. I can't remember. Let me just open. Let's, let me open yeah, Twitter. Can I probably come up? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't search myself, do I? I don't. I don't. Yeah, that's, like, yeah, that's I don't have my own mobile number. I don't ring myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah you're, that's, you're true, that's true. Chris Ridgeway underscore. Perfect. Thank you. Thanks for plugging my Twitter because I didn't know it. No worries. <laughs> I mean, you know, I think. I think. You know, you, t- you tweet about like punching Nazis and shit, so that's what I want to see. I was gonna say it's a good, it's a good Twitter feed. Like, it's a good thing to have a wrestler tweet about punching I mean, compared Nazis. To, and, compared like... to a lot of other wrestlers on Twitter, you're you're a good yeah. follow. Don't worry. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that's alright then. That's alright. Sometimes I worry, I worry do people's head, and I keep talking about punching Nazis and no, you need to nonsense and everybody, but you know, no, you need to. The more more of that, I would say, more people should take your lead on that, honestly, and tweet tweeting openly about mental health and shit like that. Like, it's refreshing to see it's genuinely a good thing to see oh bless that's kind of that's nice to know thank you yeah uh all right aj if they'd like to follow you where can they find you oh sure uh you can follow me at more guillotines uh or you can follow the show at 2x2cast uh what about you nicholas 
if you'd like to follow my personal Twitter, uh, please reconsider. And, <laughs> and if you'd like to support us, you can uh, check out our newly launched Patreon at patreon.com slash 2x2. That's 2x2. And if you want to email the show, you can do that at 2x2cast at gmail.com. All right. I think that's going to do it for us. Yeah, Thank excellent. you so much for being on, Chris. This was a blast. I'm no, thanks for having me. I no really end. appreciate it. Like... Oh, Chris, yes. one one last question. What do you want the outro music to be? <laughs> uh, uh, Scum of the Earth by Rob Zombie for Ogawa. There we go. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Let's write out Scum of the Earth. <laughs> thanks right, very much, right. Chris. <laughs>